Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Deezer. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You can hit me on all the social media platforms. Engage with me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, Mike Lindsley on YouTube, and be on the lookout for my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley videos and ML Sports takes across IGTV, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. We're brought to you by Empower Federal Credit Union, Bryant and Stratton College, and our great friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum award at Stanley Law. Visit them online at stanleylawoffices.com. That's Stanley Law offices.com. Big tip of the cap. Thank you as well to the support from the Whitaker and Swan families, Camillus Golf Club, and Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. I wanted to dive into not necessarily a full mock round one. Um, sometimes I do mocks and, you know, I, I write, you know, top to bottom, um, you know, who I think goes where, is there going to be a possible trade? Although trades are hard to mock for me. Um, I would think that for some football analysts, it's probably hard for them as well, but much easier. I don't know. It's just hard to, you got to dive in. Like if a team's looking to trade out to pick up another pick, like let's say the Bills, you know, the Bills don't have, you know, a fourth round pick where Brandon being the general manager you know, it's had a lot of success. They don't have that, obviously, because they traded Stephon Diggs, right? It was a part of the deal for Diggs, and, and don't worry, it worked out. But, like, if I were to put together a mock, and I know Ryan Talbot did this for New York Upstate, like, if you say, hey, the Bills are going to trade out, they're trading out in the number 30 spot in the first round, you know, they're going to trade down, and while they do it, they're going to pick up a fourth rounder. Um, That's probably as easy as it gets for me, because... <laughs> I go somewhere where somebody doesn't have a pick, or that you know they make you make something up from a prior time. But other than that, I I would think it's pretty it's pretty difficult, right? It's pretty difficult. So I'm I'm gonna kind of go into this round one mock, you know, and and just look at the um kind of the storylines and where certain guys could go, and 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 some different you know different things uh, maybe that others aren't thinking of um, just some overall ideas and thoughts mock-wise um, and kind of where my head is is also at. Um, there, there's there's a lot to obviously wrap your head around. There's a million mocks out there. Um, you know, I've gone to a potpourri of websites from CBS to NFL Network or NFL.com, Daniel Jeremiah and all those folks who, by the way, I think Daniel Jeremiah's going to be a GM in this league someday. I really do. I just see so good. He's got some things going on. He's got a Justin Fields, uh, 
you know, he's got some wild things going on. He has, you know, a trade. He's got, um, he has, um, he's got Zach Wilson going number two to the Jets, not Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields to the Lions, if you look at that, you know, and, and scroll all the way down in your mock, that that's seventh. <clears throat> Although Detroit is in the market for quarterback. And that's where I want to start. Because so many teams, this is an unprecedented year. I know it's easy in the NFL to say, oh, it's, can you believe the, the, the craziness of going on? And, you know, my God, we've never seen this before. We've seen a lot of stuff before in the NFL. We've seen a lot of stuff going into a draft. It's just how people say it and what they do in order to make people go crazy to boost the ratings and to get the drama added a little bit more, to get people crazy on Twitter. You know, the armchair quarterback, the NFL is very, very good at that. But this is actually an unprecedented time because look at what's going on in the NFL. I mean, I am floored at the situation as we record this, what's going on in Seattle. I mean, apparently it's been brewing, according to multiple sources, that Seattle and, and Russell Wilson, they've been fighting with each other. Um, Russell Wilson's pissed has gone publicly to say, hey, look, I'm not really happy with the way things are going here because I'm sacked too much. And Seattle's like, hold my beer, man. You're holding the ball too much. You know, it's just, it's, it's way too much, uh, it's way too much holding the ball. So now, like, where do we go from here, right? Seattle now is in the department where they may be looking at a quarterback because they could trade Russell Wilson. I mean, this stuff is absurd. And look, where there's a little smoke, there's a little fire. When there's a lot of smoke, there's a ton of fire. And I don't expect Seattle to trade Russell Wilson at this moment, but anything's on the table. Why not? You know? Why not? The Legion of Boom years seem like a hundred years ago. You know? Seattle not calling a Marshawn Lynch run and Malcolm Butler picking the ball off and New England winning the Super Bowl feels like a million years ago. Feels like the window has closed several times for Seattle. They're still a very, very, very good franchise. John Schneider, great GM. Pete Carroll, Hall of Fame coach. Russell Wilson, Hall of Fame quarterback. But... And they make the playoffs routinely. They challenge for the division title. But then they get to the postseason, and it's, boom, they're out right away. They have good years. I mean, they win double digits every year. They contend for playoff spots. They contend for division championships. Russell Wilson has, I don't think he should have to answer to anybody. I think if you've won a Super Bowl, you know, unless you're Mike McCarthy and you go completely stale your entire career, but you're playing at a very high level, and you're getting your team into the postseason, you're getting them into contention, over the course of a three to five week span in the regular season, a six to eight week span, an eight to ten week span, you're winning games regularly. <clears throat> you show up in the postseason, you're talked about as one of the top five teams in the NFL. You're an MVP candidate for a good chunk of the year, almost half the year. I don't know as if you have to answer to anybody, especially if you already have the resume and you're Russell Wilson. You know, you can have a bad year. You could not go to the playoffs, maybe go 7-9 and nine and rebound and all that. But everybody has bad games and everybody has bad seasons. The Seahawks haven't taken a quantum drop. I mean, a real, real, real quantum leap the other way. They're consistently there. They're in the playoffs. They're around it. They're contending for the division. They go out and get good enough draft picks. I mean, if this franchise didn't know what they were doing, they wouldn't have DK Metcalf. You know, if they didn't know what they were doing, they wouldn't be able to find these, you know, diamond-in-the-rough type of 
third down defenders to be able to like keep their defense going post Legion of Boom. Like if they if they were clueless, they wouldn't be able to do it. You know, if they were that clueless, they would be six and ten every year. But they're not. They're there every year. The problem is, is that they're a step behind the other teams because they've already paid Russell Wilson. And when you pay the quarterback, then your GM has to get uber tricky. And it's just hard to keep getting back to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just how this league works. You know, the model is out there to try and win while while your quarterback is under that first contract. Yeah, you eventually have to pay him. The Bills are going to learn that soon with Allen. The Ravens with Lamar Jackson. Cleveland, perhaps, with Baker Mayfield. You're going to learn how difficult it's been to be the Patriots for 20 years, to be the Pittsburgh Steelers for a, lo- a long time, to be the Colts with Peyton Manning, you know, to be to be these teams. And, you know, Tampa Bay almost, it almost fit too nicely for Tampa Bay. I'll get to the mock here in a sec. But it fit almost too nicely for Tampa Bay because they actually didn't have that situation going on. You know, they picked up guys from, from other places. Next thing you know, it's, oh, hey, by the way, welcome in to uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. We can pay you because we got the cap money because we don't have the franchise quarterback. We don't have that guy. We're not paying somebody 30-something million dollars. You know why? Because Jameis Winston didn't work out for us. We didn't extend Jameis Winston because the dude threw 300,000 interceptions. And we need a better player. Bang, Super Bowl champs. They were able to give Brady $50 million over two years <clears throat> to go for it. And it was because they didn't have a Drew Brees already locked in at $35, $40 million. <laughs> a Big Ben, a Brady from New England, even though he took less money. You get the point. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Seattle's still pretty good. I don't know as if they're going to trade him, but good Lord, that adds into the wrinkle I'm talking about. Russell Wilson in Seattle. Deshaun Watson with Houston. Fighting, constant bickering. Watson wants out. Houston's holding tight. They're not taking calls still as we record this. Matt Stafford is Gonzo from Detroit. You know, Jared Goff is into Detroit from L.A. Stafford goes to the West Coast. The quarterback situation is wild in the NFL. You can you can pinpoint it right there. Potentially, all these teams are going to be looking for new quarterbacks. In addition to those teams, you have the Jaguars and the Jets who will draft quarterback. You might have the Miami Dolphins looking at quarterback because of Tua. I don't think they'll go that way. I think they're going to try to support the quarterback situation as is in, 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 in Miami. I think they might go to a Jamar Chase. I think that's a logical move for Miami. They need a major breakout wide receiver. Atlanta is going to be looking for a quarterback because of the post-Matt Ryan era. I mean, are they going to try to trade Matt Ryan? I, I mean, I, they could. They could. I mean, Arthur Smith, you know, I, he comes from Tennessee and running the offense. He's going to do things his way. Does he want that offense? Does he want that regime? Does he want Matt Ryan? I mean, this is all... And, and I got to get through a couple more of these things. Like, But, you know, all these teams are looking for quarterbacks. You know, Detroit picking up golf, but do they get a guy in the draft to learn under, under Jared Goff? You know, they get a youngster to learn under him. You know, because the contract situation, you know, there's not, there's not really a lot to 
to the contracts of both Stafford. I mean, Stafford has one year left, right, in L.A., and they could extend him. He's only 32. Goff has a couple of years left, right? But, I mean, they could be using Goff and then grooming the guy under him. I mean, the Jeremiah pick or the Jeremiah mock draft that I, you know, there's a couple that I've pulled up. You know, he had him picking quarterback in, in in advance of the trade. So he's thinking that way, you know. I mean, Carolina could be going quarterback. Denver, quarterback. Dallas, uncertain with Dak Prescott. The 49ers, is Jimmy Garoppolo the guy? <laughs> New England needs a quarterback. Is Vegas okay with Carr? You know, Washington football team, quarterback. You know, the Bears, what the hell are they doing? You know, I mean, this is, you know, it's absurd. It's absurd how many how many teams need quarterbacks. You know, I, I, I just, it is an unprecedented time. There is no question. Not only with how many teams need quarterbacks, how many teams potentially need quarterbacks because of the Russell Wilson, Sean Watson situations, and also another thing that is very, very important to look at is the model. And that's where we dive in now with the mock. The model of how it's done, right? Getting the guy in, can you win right away before the big contract goes? Can you get, you know, to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl? Well, I mean, how hard is that? It's immensely hard. It's immensely hard if you don't if you do it, don't do it, etc. It's immensely hard if you get Peyton Manning in the draft. If you get Tom Brady, and he ends up being arguably the greatest of all time, and you know, I tried to fight it because of the, the Spygate. I don't care about the Flategate. Spygate's always bothered me. Now he's in Tampa. I mean, he, he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. I mean, what, like, what are we doing, you know? What are we doing? I just, that Spygate still does bother me. I think that it helped him win one, maybe two. It helped him get home field multiple times. But did it win him all seven Super Bowls? Did it get him to all ten? I mean, probably not, right? I mean, geez. But, like, even if you pick Tom Brady, you know, sixth round, 199th overall, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's still, look at what the Patriots did. It's it's mind-boggling. It's so hard to do what they did. And... Some teams can get there. Some teams can get there with the quarterback in that rookie deal and before they have to pay him boatloads of money and then run into Capel and run into not having enough pieces on the O-line and the defense being bad and being kind of like the Seahawks are now. Like, you're pretty good. You're there. You know, you're a kind of contender every year for a fan base that looks pretty good on the one end. And then on the other end, it's like, WTF, man. Like, we're in the Super Bowl. We won a Super Bowl. But if you're a realistic fan, like you have to look at it, you have to look at it from thirty thousand feet, and you have to look at it realistically. Can't get to the Super Bowl every year. It's hard to win every year. It's hard to win one year. It's hard to get back. It's hard to make the playoffs multiple years. It's hard to make the playoffs five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. You know, out of twelve years, it's hard to make it five out of seven years. I mean, that's why what these teams do every year: Colts, Pats, what we've seen anyway, Steelers, Seahawks, Saints, Packers. They're there every year, and that's what the Bills are trying to establish now. Remember the three or four years, they just made the AFC Championship game on the rise, but now their step is to do what all the other teams have already done, and they're looking at having to pay Josh Allen. How does that affect their cap? So it, it, see what how this works. 
But all these teams are going to be looking for a quarterback. And with that, let's dive in. Let's dive into the mock. Let's dry, dive into some thoughts, some areas where I think teams could be doing some really, really, really great things. Um, I think need-based stuff for some certain clubs. I think if you're, it's a no-brainer that the Jags are going to go Trevor Lawrence, number one. Let's just get that out of the way with Urban Meyer. I think number two is an interesting one. I do, because the Jets, depending on how the Sam Darnold thing plays out as we record this, do they trade to the not trade? If they trade him, clearly they're going quarterback number two, and I think they're going Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson's getting up those big boards enough. I think he's passing Justin Fields. From everything I read, I think people like his skill set a lot better. I think they like the accuracy better. I think they like what he did late in the year better, which is kind of mind-boggling considering the success the Fields had on the big stage. But I think Zach Wilson's out of him. I do. If the Jets keep Sam Darnold, and there's an idea there that the New York Jets say, hey, let's keep Darnold. There's still a lot there. Um, We're going to build around him and see what we have. Joe Douglas, a tumultuous offseason, right, that he's into. Um, You know, the the Jets were horrible this past year. Many thought it was 0-16. You know, Adam Gase, it, it was gonzo. They bring in... Robert Sala, a culture guy, a defensive guy. They're clearly copying the Bills model, right? Because Joe Douglas, uh, you know, they're trying to hire the next Shark GM. They hired a defensive guy with culture who's going to build his staff and try to revitalize the offense. Sound familiar? That's what happens when a a new team takes the top is that you start to copy other teams. It's a copycat league. It's a copycat. Sports are copycat, right? I mean, let's be honest. Um. But I think the Jets at that point, if you keep Sam Darnold, again, as we record this a couple days in advance, you never know what the hell is going to happen. You know, I I think if Darnold's the guy, they're going to go Penny uh, Sewell. I I think they're going to take the big, massive offensive lineman out of uh, Oregon. I mean, you know, if they stick with Sam Darnold, you know, they could even trade down. But I, I don't know as if I trade down if I'm the Jets. I got 10 friggin' picks in this draft. Why am I messing around trading down when I got a number two pick with an opportunity, if I'm keeping Sam Darnold, to go get a cornerstone offensive lineman? Have you seen what can happen with a Quentin Nelson with the Indianapolis Colts? Look at Buffalo with Deion Dawkins. They think they've got their cornerstone blindside tackle, and so far, so good for the Bills. You need a guy like that to protect the quarterback, man, and that's the pick. That's who they should go with. It would be the safest, best pick. It, it, it would cover all the boxes. It covers the need. It covers the. It checks the need. It checks the want. Right. It checks the safe box. It checks the best player available. As far as what your franchise needs, because you know you always hear that best player available. Right. What does that mean? Well, it can mean one of two things. No more than two. It can mean best player available, period. Like at that moment, you'd go, well, Devontae Smith is the best player available. Okay. Or it can mean best player available to suit your program. Devontae Smith could be both (laughs) for the Jets. They they wouldn't really hurt themselves by going out and getting a major, 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 major game breaker at wide receiver. Okay. But picking up a blindside for for Sam Darnold, pretty darn good as well. I would go offensive line there if I'm them because I have so many freaking picks. I have 10 picks. Then you kind of move off of it and you go number three and you're like, okay, you know, Justin Fields, does he fit 
you know, into the Dolphins' plans, you know, from a previous get to get up to the number three spot. I think the Dolphins should hold Pat there as well and go help out the quarterback. Stop giving up on people. Go get a Rashawn Slater, a Northwestern lineman. He's really, really good. Um, you know, but this, to me, Miami, it, it has Devontae Smith written all over it. Go get a game-breaker. Both the Dolphins and the Jets need game-breaker guys. The Bills needed one. They went out and traded Stephon Diggs. Now the only team in the AFC East to have a game-breaker, number one, clear-cut wide receiver. The Bills have one. Nobody else in the division has one. They all need one. Falcons at four. Interesting here. Do you go Do you go defense with Patrick Sertain, the second at corner, a shutdown guy from Bama? If Arthur Smith is going to trade Matt Ryan and they're going to move on, maybe they get Zach Wilson if he becomes available or Trey Lance out of North Dakota. going to be very interesting. I think the Falcons are going quarterback in their new regime or they're going to go shut down corner here as well. Then you get into the Devontae Smith world. Goodness gracious. Some of these boards have Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. Good Lord. Joe Burrow, when he comes back from the ACL, more toys to play with in the toy chest. Whew. Building that core of wide receivers. T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, could you imagine? Or a Jamar Chase with T. Higgins, and oh, by the way, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow playing together at LSU. That chemistry gets basically reset in Cincinnati. Wow. He could also use a major offensive lineman. <clears throat> what if Penny Sewell drops? Again, crapshoot time is the NFL draft, right? These are all thoughts. These are all different things going on, different mocks, different options for teams. Eagles. I think they should go... You know, and a lot of people have <clears throat> trades and all this stuff going on, but, you know, the Eagles at six, do you trade down? There's some people, you know, saying trading up. Um, you know, I, I, I'd trade down if I'm the Eagles. Um, maybe and try to kind of stockpile picks, because I think the Eagles are one of these teams, honestly. They, they, they just... They need so much. You know, they need so much. And the relationship with Carson Wentz, and I haven't even, I just forgot to bring up Philadelphia with the quarterbacks. The relationship looks like it's beyond repair. Um, you know, are you, are you the Eagles and you try to trade up to get a quarterback here? I mean, do you trade up to try to get Zach Wilson? Do you trade up to try to get, you know, your guy? Um, you know, are you comfy with Jalen Hurts? I, I, I don't. I wouldn't be comfortable with him. I, you know, Wentz again. If the relationship can be solved, there's so much money there. I know, but man, I mean, has Carson Wentz really lost all of his football? And we don't know, right? That's the question. Do has he lost all of it? I don't know. There's got to be a little bit left in there. The relationship's beyond repair. Carson Wentz did look like garbage. I mean, we don't know the 100 percent here of this. But if I'm the Eagles, maybe I try to trade down and stockpile some picks. Maybe get a, a mid to late first round guy, plus get another, I don't know, late round, th I don't even know, third, four, five, you know, somewhere in that wheelhouse, second round, another, I get more guys. I mean, they need so many players. But if they keep the six, maybe they go quarterback, you know, they don't trust them. I, I, I think if they're there, no matter what, 
and they're going with Hurts, I think, you know what, get a major, major defensive cornerstone like a Micah Parsons out of Penn State or get a game-breaker. I think the Eagles need a game-breaker too. There's a lot of these teams. We're talking about the quarterback position. What, what did Buffalo teach us this past year? The number one position after quarterback, in other words, your 1A or your 2, it's getting a number one wideout. Your quarterback is as good as, fill in the blank, a number one wideout. Montana to Rice, Aikman to Irvin, <laughs> you know, Brady to Moss for a short time, you know, currently Rodgers to Scantling, you know, Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill, you know, Bradshaw to Swan, Bart Starr to McGee, Unitas to Raymond Berry, you know, Staubach to Drew Pearson, okay, these are the things that need to happen. Go get a game-breaker. Lions, same deal. Lions have to go game-breaker. They got Jared Goff. You got to get a receiver. Period. End of discussion. Who's available? Doesn't matter. You take the best wide out at that point. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, etc. Then you kind of go on down. You know, it's going to be interesting like the Panthers and the Texans, you know, and the Broncos. I think that they're all, and the Cowboys, I think that all those teams have something in common. They're all, you know, in that 7, 8, 9, 10 range. They're all looking for you know, either defensive player, rock-solid cornerstone guy, or quarterback. Again, the quarterback position will dictate if they take QB or if they go cornerstone defensive back type of guy. The Giants seem to be happy with Daniel Jones. I think they're going to go offensive line or game-breaker receiver if available. They love Kyle Pitts, though. I think at 11, it's a no-brainer. If you are the New York football Giants, you go get the Florida tight end. Super versatile, really is in the mold of kind of like a Travis Kelsey, right? I'm not saying he's going to be Travis Kelsey, so I don't want to hear it on Twitter, but he could be that versatile, amazing guy who runs tight end routes, can block. Uh, you can use him in the screen game. He can run some wide receiver stuff. He's incredible. I, I just Travis Kelsey is so awesome, and the Giants' whole franchise on offense could change if they get a Kyle Pitts. I mean, he is that good. I think it's a no-brainer to take him. If he's gone, maybe you go game-breaker wideout, you go O-line, maybe Elijah Vera Tucker will be available there from USC. Uh, San Francisco, again, going to be dictated on Jimmy G. Maybe you need a breakout wide receiver if they're available, or you go quarterback if Trey Lance is available. It's amazing that we're talking about that, Jimmy G. The era could be gone already. Chargers, I think, go O-line or linebacker. I think you need help in both those areas. Um you know, they're looking at Christian Derrissaw out of Virginia Tech. Vikings probably need some major help up front. Their edge rushing was horrendous in 2020. Maybe you go to a Barmore at Alabama. You go to Quiddy uh, Pay at, at Michigan. A lot of people like the Miami kid, uh, Greg Russo. I haven't seen a ton of his games for the Hurricanes. But I think they go edge right there. 15, New England. They could go a lot of different ways. We know Bill Belichick loves guys who have been captains and big-time defensive leaders and versatile players dominating guys for the defense they need to rebuild on both sides of the ball they also need a you know like obviously a quarterback do they go jeremiah owusu koromoa out of notre dame do they go patrick Sertain out of alabama the shutdown corner or do they go kyle pitts if he's available at tight end the patriots need a whole heck of a lot of everything that's some of my thoughts in the first half of the mock draft i'm going to give you some thoughts for the second half of the mock draft again round one only here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends at Empower Federal Credit Union and Bryant and Stratton College. Don't forget to hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. The ML Sports Platter is a part of the Brawl Network.
Tú sabes, cuando ordenas un videojuego o unas sábanas nuevas y luego llegan a tu puerta, te emocionas un poco, ¿no? Ahora imagina lo emocionante que es ordenar un auto nuevo y luego aparece en tu casa invitándote a conducirlo. Con Nissan at Home, compra el auto perfecto en línea desde donde quieras y el concesionario te lo envía directamente a tu cochera. Esto seguro supera cualquier orden. Así comienza la emoción. Los servicios pueden variar en los concesionarios participantes. Sujeto a la ley aplicable. Consulte al concesionario para obtener más detalles. Lowe's Provember Event is back. In celebration of pros, we're offering special values on top tools to get any job done right. Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories. Right now, you can get a guaranteed tough DeWalt 20-volt max bear tool free when you buy a DeWalt 20-volt max drill or impact driver kit. Shop in-store or order online. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Valid through 1-5 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. Mike Lindsley back with you. Let, let's go really, really quick through the, the, the back end here of the draft. I think if you're the Cardinals, and there's a lot of teams at the back end, I think they've got to go defense. I think the Cardinals got to go defense. I'd go, I'd go corner. You know, I, I think you really should try to get a guy there. I mean, maybe it's Caleb Farley. Maybe you go way, 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 way early and get a Tyson Campbell if you like him. Again, it's going to depend on some uh, some some workouts. And, and again, we're going through another Corona type of offseason. I really like J.C. Horn out of South Carolina as well. I think he's one of the underrated corners in this draft. But I think Arizona needs to go secondary and they need to go secondary hard. Um, there could be some O-line need there as well. It could also go best player on the board. Right there is where I'm going with the Oakland Raiders, or the uh, Vegas Raiders. Still not used to that. Um, best player on the board? Perhaps. Need? Perhaps. Will it be dictated by Derek Carr? Perhaps. If they trade him, do they go Trey Lance? Again, the quarterback dictating a lot of things there. I'd probably go D-line or O-line. I mean, the Raiders really need some help up front. Christian Barmore, Alabama. Perfect fit. Defensive lineman. Alabama, go, uh, Alabama's Najee Harris, I should say. Interesting. You know, some mocks have him going 18 in the Miami Dolphins. You know, I, I would go, it depends at the top, if the Dolphins were to get a big playmaker, again, keeping the quarterback situation in line, if you go out and get a Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase at the top, I'd go defense second pick. That's where you go right for a Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the Dick Buckus winner out of Notre Dame. Um, you know, I maybe take, take him and shore up that side of the D. That's a Brian Flores dream, by the way. Washington, interesting at number 19. Zaven Collins out of Tulsa, fantastic player. Bronco Nagurski award winner as a Bills fan. I would like him or, uh, Koromoa. I uh, wouldn't mind, you know, Tyson Campbell, the, the, the corner out of Georgia. Those are my three guys. Uh, if you hear me on the Bills brawl, I, I, you know, I've mentioned that, um, you're gonna you're gonna hear uh, a lot more on the draft and the bills on, on the bills brawl side of things for me. Um, you know, I, I think Washington's got a lot of options. I think you could use a game breaker. I think you could use a, a, a linebacker. Uh, I think it's gonna be best player on the board there as well. I think same situation for Chicago. All again, depending on the quarterback situation. I would go receiver. I think you need a game breaker because Allen Robinson is as good as gone. I'm assuming again. <laughs> these big players, big wide receivers are going to be gone by then. Devontae Smith will be gone. Jamar Chase will be gone. Why not look at a guy like uh, Kadarius Toney from Florida? I mean, that's a nice pick for the Bears. Colts, 
shore up the D a little bit, maybe if available. You know, you, I think you go Zayvon Collins or maybe you go Patrick Sertain the second. And by the way, if the Colts or the Bears or some of these teams want to wide out, another great, great option is Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, another underrated wide receiver, not getting the accolades of the big top guys I've mentioned. Uh, Titans, I think it's just straight up best player on the board, uh, defense only. I think you got to get an edge guy. They're looking at Rousseau quite a bit. Uh, that would be a good pick there. Jets, so many different picks in this draft. Maybe, you know, you get a, a, a another wide receiver, you know, or, or Travis Etienne, you know, in, in this draft. Um, you know, this is going to be, uh, this is a traded from Seattle type pick. Maybe you go offense straight up in the first round if you're the Jets and just build it right from there. Steelers, Jaguars, Browns, as we go through, again, best player on the board type of area, uh, late first round. I think the Browns, though, do need to focus in on the defensive front. Um, there's a few teams in, in the NFL, Browns, Raiders, Vikings, they need to really go hard up front defensively. Jalen Phillips, you're going to start to hear about the Nixon kid from Iowa. Those are the names you're going to hear up front. Big, versatile guys you can mix and match. Defensive end, tackle, edge rush, those kind of uh, situations. The Saints, man, you know, they're picking late in the draft. Uh, I think they need to shore up the defense quite a bit. Again, quarterback post-Drew Brees era, likely as we record this. Look out for Nick Bolton there. Everything I read, they're looking hard at linebacker. Uh, Nick Bolton out of Missouri, if Zayvon Collins is not available, but if Zayvon Collins is available, you got to take him. I mean, this guy, <clears throat> I've seen so much tape on this guy with his incredible versatile, uh, versatility, uh, his, his wildly great instincts. His, he's always around the ball. He's 6'4", 5'2", 260. And this guy is just, uh, Zayvon Collins making plays. I mean, he's he is a... He's a golden hurricane. He's exactly what the Tulsa nickname is. He is fantastic. And I think 28 is probably a little low for this kid. I think he's phenomenal. I really do. Packers, yeah, look at these mock drafts, huh? Oh, picking defense. Isn't that something? You must know something. Oh, wait, there's one mock. I got, like, so many pulled up. But there's a lot with Rondell Moore, the Purdue sophomore, and maybe he goes out. Listen, Green Bay, if you can kiss and make up with Aaron Rodgers, send him a bouquet of roses and tell him, Hey, listen, you know what? Maybe you were right. Maybe we should go out and get some weapons. <laughs> go get him a receiver. <clears throat> I know that people have written and talked about Green Bay doing, you know, the right thing with, oh, they got Jordan Love. They were protecting the franchise, ba ba da ba da ba da You know, I see both sides. I, I do, and, and I blame Rodgers for a little bit of the loss in, in the playoffs, right? I do. Because Rodgers, yeah, sure, Matt LaFleur, you know, you got to go for it. Of course, you got Aaron Rodgers. Can't play conservative. But Aaron Rodgers also had the ball off of Tom Brady interceptions multiple times. Three and out, three and out. Passes incomplete. <clears throat> you know, didn't make a ton of plays. Late in that game, just over two minutes, Aaron Rodgers didn't run the football towards the goal line. He may have scored. If he didn't, it would have been fourth and short. A lot different scenario coming up on the two-minute warning and the need to get a touchdown either way, right? I mean, they were both at fault. There's no doubt. But stop Letting Aaron Rodgers, you know, just get no blame whatsoever. Oh, LaFleur should have gone for it. Oh, they never get him enough weapons. Well, there's there's truth. There's defense. You know, you can blame LaFleur. You can blame the franchise for not getting him enough weapons. That's the defend Aaron Rodgers side, right? The other one is, hey, <clears throat> if you're a quarterback and you have instincts and you're a first ballot Hall of Famer and you're on the big stage with a ticket to the Super Bowl on the line... 
run the ball. You're also mobile enough. You've made a career out of extending plays. He didn't make enough plays on that last drive as well. So you see both sides. But I would still get him a weapon. He's Aaron Rodgers. And if you're going to keep him, and he's going to be there past, you know, he's going to be there age, he's got a couple years left on his contract. If he's going to finish out the current contract, I'm the Packers, I'm the front office, I want to win a Super Bowl. Of course I do. I have Aaron Rodgers with me. I want to win a Super Bowl. Dear Brian Gutekist, go get him a receiver in the late first round. That could be Rondell Moore of Purdue. It could be somebody else. It could be a game-breaker, guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield, run the ball. Again, I wouldn't give up on, you know, A.J. Dillon. There's another guy the Packers took as a running back. He probably didn't need the running back. Showed that he was great during the regular season. Then he had a big fumble. You know, is Aaron Jones expendable at this point? Probably. Do you have to replace him with a running back? Probably. Another one for depth purposes to slide A.J. Dillon at number one. Would I get one in round one? No. But if you can use Travis Etienne in wild fashion in the Matt LaFleur offense, maybe they take a chance at him. But could you imagine the Packer fans if they went out and got another running back in the first round? Woo. As far as the Bills go, I mean, at number 30, <clears throat> I, want a, I, want, I want a major impact defensive guy. I, I'll, I'll take any position there, Brandon Bean. If it, you know, it could be corner, it could be linebacker, it could be edge rusher, it could be O-line. Don't take a running back. You know, I wouldn't give up on Zach Moss and Devin Singletary just yet. I like the guys they have. I wouldn't give up on them at all. Um, Zach Moss had, you know, a, a tough fumble in the San Francisco game. Fumbled the one-yard line. The Niners scored. He was benched. The Bills won the game double digits. And then he came back, and he was great. He helped long, sustainable drives against Pittsburgh and Denver. And he was great against a ton of teams. And the Bills, with their youngsters, we're talking about 22, 23-year-old running backs, I would not give up on Devin Singletary. I would not give up on Zach Moss. I would not go get a running back if available, Travis Etienne. I wouldn't go get Najee Harris of Alabama if they're available. I would go get a major defensive player because with your cap situation, you don't know as we record this, you know, early March what it's going to be. Is it going to be 170 to 180, 180 to 190? Um, you know, Matt Milano, 13, 14, 15 million. Are you going to franchise tag him? Can you cut you know, Addison, Jefferson, John Brown on offense to free up a ton of money. How much faith do you have in A.J. Klein, Epinesa, all these different guys? Well, I think the Bills need to go defense, and I got three guys. Tyson Campbell, the corner, he would be my third choice. My second pick would be Zaven Collins out of Tulsa. I've talked a ton about him. And my first pick would be, if he's available, I would go Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, out of Notre Dame. I love the two linebackers there. The versatility, the commitment, the culture, doing it on the big stage. It fits so much of what Bean and McDermott are doing right now for the Buffalo Bills. Tyson Campbell, a corner against, you know, number one wideouts has not been great in the SEC, but he's 6'3 and 190, and it's hard to argue his skill set, plus how good could he be on the other side of Trey White. He could you know, compete with Dane Jackson, and coaching, coaching, coaching could help him as well. The Chiefs, boy, you know, I think you go one of two spots. I think you go, I think you go, I mean, I would go offensive line, period, end of discussion. But they also could go with best player on the board. If Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa drops, you might take him. But 
Offensive line makes a lot of sense. Sam Cosme out of Texas. Maybe a Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Right? Jalen Phillips out of Miami. If he drops at the D-line position to shore some things up and get deeper uh, there. But we saw it in the Super Bowl. You don't want to have Mahomes running for over 400 total yards when they were missing their two tackles, missing Fisher and company. They were exposed for as good as they are with Mahomes and Hilaire and Hill and Kelsey and Watkins and Hardman and all these different players. They were exposed without the line. Go get an offensive lineman. Period. And then the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. It's funny, but a lot of mocks have them picking defense. You might say, well, wait a minute, what? Time out. Time out. Cap. Shaquille Barrett. Multiple different defensive players. How many guys are you going to be able to keep? So, you know, if they can't structure things the correct way and all the rest, well, they're going to have to go again. You have you have on the Tampa Bay Bucks roster um, a major 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 benefit in that when you look at the position by position on on defense, just look at you know linebacker for the most part for the most part and secondary. You do have cornerstone guys under the early contracts. You have Devin White, early contract. You know, you've got Carlton Davis, who can play great in the slot, early contract. He's a corner. You've got Murphy Bunting, early contract, at a corner. You've got Winfield Jr. as a rookie. You've got some pieces at corner and linebacker, you know, who are in their in their early stages of their career. You also have, though, the restructuring possibility and free agent possibility, or well, free agent definites and restructuring extra money. This net. Where do you spread it out? Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, etc. You got a lot to answer there, uh, and so from that perspective, you know, you got Vita Vea uh, or up front. You know, so depending on what they can do here, Shaq Barrett and all the rest, you know. I think it's very possible that Tampa could try to plug and play, you know, go out and get a defensive lineman like Levy. Is it Anwu Zurike? I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't watch a ton of Pac-12 football because halftime's at freaking 1230, okay? Most of the time. I know what they're doing with the scheduling and all the rest, but it almost makes it worse. I mean, you put it at night, I guess I could fall asleep in bed with the phone on, watching an app. Or are you trying to put it at you know nine a.m. on a Saturday? I mean, really, uh, Osa? How do the how do these Pac-12 people have these this difficult of names? Come on, Osa, Odighazua? Is that? I mean, I, you know, I just I'll just call them OO. I don't know anything about these two guys, but they're both defensive linemen out of Washington and UCLA, respectively. Texas, Joe Osai, a linebacker, you know. Again, Tampa could also go the Jason Owa route if he's available from Penn State. That's also a guy the Bills could look at. But Tampa probably will plug in a player on defense because of the cap situation. Welcome to the NFL. So there's some round one mock thoughts for me, top to bottom. All of it, of course, dependent on the quarterback position. 
We'll see what happens moving forward. But, man, it's going to be a fun draft. A lot to follow. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback across the board. Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson. The draft picks of, you know, the Jags and the Falcons. Well, the Jags and the Jets. The Jags, for sure, we know Trevor Lawrence. But then you have the Jets. And you have, you know, after the Jags and Trevor Lawrence, you got the Falcons. Yay or nay, you know, quarterback. You've got... um, you know, the Eagles, you've got the Jets, so it's going to be very, very interesting. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Hides of Liverpool, Camillus Golf Club, Bryant and Stratton College, and our great friends at Ken's Auto Detailing. Make sure you get that inside wash, A to Z. It's a special right now. Go check it out on their Facebook page, Ken's Auto Detailing, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a big tip of the cap, thank you as well to Welch & Company Jewelers and Axe Exotic Pets right there in route, uh, on Route 11 if you're in and around Central New York. You're in the state of New York. And by the way, people travel all over the place for exotic pets, whether it's a special uh, turtle, uh, you're looking for that specialty snake, you're looking for a parrot, uh, you're looking for anything exotic pet related. Trust me when I tell you, Carl and his gang are doing a great job at Axe Exotic Pets, Route 11 in Cicero. Go find their Facebook page. I've gone there, and I know people are traveling to go get their exotic pet at Axe Exotic Pets. They do ship a bunch of stuff as well. They've got their aquariums. They've got the crickets. They've got a bunch of specialty items if you need them. At Axe Exotic Pets, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We are all a part of the Brawl Network and make sure you follow the brawl all over the major platforms as well at Network Brawl on Twitter, all over Instagram and Facebook, and catch me as a host of the Bills Brawl under that umbrella as well. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. Lowe's Provember event is back. In celebration of pros, we're offering special values on top tools to get any job done right. Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories. Right now, you can get a guaranteed tough DeWalt 20-volt max bear tool free when you buy a DeWalt 20-volt max drill or impact driver kit. Shop in-store or order online. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Valid through 1-5 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.